Good morning, Keith Kelly with We Will Go Ministries. Uh, I'm in the process of a podcast called Extreme Faith in Jesus, and I'm, we are reviewing the book Anyone, Anywhere, Anytime. It's a book that is a witnessing book by Mike Shipman. Uh, I'm on chapter 12, so you can go to my podcast, uh, and basically you can look on Facebook and find out the podcast. Go to the podcast, and you can look at it on iTunes, Extreme Faith in Jesus, and you can listen to all the rest of the chapters, but we're in chapter 12. This is the last chapter that I'm going to uh, review in the book. The book goes all the way to 15 chapters, but the last three chapters are about workshops. So if you need anybody uh, to come in to your church or to your organization or any place to, uh, to, uh, to do a workshop on witnessing, uh, We Will Go Ministry does that. Uh, to show you how to do this. I mean, the bottom line is uh, there's some great information in this book, and I'm going to be reading chapter 12, and it's any three bridges to success. It's called, and the the title of this chapter is messaging, and I'm going to read some of the paragraphs, and then basically, uh, you know, you will hope to get you excited that you will go get the book uh, from Amazon. Okay, there is more to effective evangelism than a wonderful message, a capable messenger, and a good method. Many hidden variables are found in the messaging. Messaging is how the messenger shares the gospel. Messaging can result in different degrees of response, even when the gospel is communicated with similar methods to similar people. Evangelistic results improve dramatically when we witness based on what the Bible says rather than our intuition tells us, what we, what we think. Effective evangelists have certain biblically based attitudes and practice certain faith-induced skills that affect their messaging. This messaging qualities appear as a witness walks in the spirit and shares the gospel. Four such qualities are confidence, expectation, persuasion, and leadership. Okay, witness confidently. Now, they that are all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness, it says in Acts 4, uh, a confident witnessing is bold witnessing. Bold is not the same as brashness. Boldness is humble with an unapologetic confidence in Christ's presence. Through the Holy Spirit, we can stand on the truthfulness of the gospel and the authority of God has given us to proclaim it to everyone. When Jesus gave his disciples a great commission, he assured them that his authority and of his presence, this assurance gave them the confidence to stand before kings as well as ordinary people, and uh, even though they had come from humble, uneducated, uneducated backgrounds. I have all authority, so go. I have all authority, so go. That's what Jesus said. Essentially, Jesus is saying, all authority has been given to me, and, and with that authority, I'm authorizing you to go. I'm paraphrasing 20, uh, 2818. The implication is that everyone who obeys the Great Commission has a God-given authority to do so. We have the right to share the gospel with kings, paupers, and anyone in between. I will be with you always, okay? Jesus said he'd be with us always, all the time, okay? The Holy Spirit proceeds, accompanies, and fills Christ's disciples with boldness as they share the gospel. Christ's presence is most evident when we obey the Great Commission. Every time disciples are filled with the Holy Spirit in Acts, they speak the word of God with boldness. You cannot fake confidence. There's no way you can fake it. It is a fruit 
of sharing the gospel while abiding in Christ, okay? To help build your confidence, take the following actions. First, memorize Matthew 28, 18, 20, and 2 Corinthians 3, 5, 6, and review these verses daily. Next, pray daily for fulfilling the Holy Spirit as you share the gospel. Also, practice God's presence as you go out to share the gospel with spontaneity, conversing with Jesus along the journey. Finally, share the gospel using any three multiple times each week because as a method becomes more familiar, your confidence will grow, okay? So it talks about witnessing, expect, expecting, expecting something, okay? Faith is expectation. Faith is believing and then seeing, not seeing and then believing. Okay, let me read that again. Faith is expectation. Faith is believing and then seeing, not seeing and then believing, okay? Faith is believing that God has revealed his word and is acting upon it so that God has promised becomes a reality. His promise becomes a reality. Do not gauge the possibilities of the next witnessing experience based on the previous witnessing experience. Adjust your witnessing approach based upon God has revealed through his word and then witnessed by faith, okay? The Holy Spirit is convincing the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. When you're witnessing, even to unresponsive persons, they will never. you're never wasting your breath. The word of the Lord shall never return void. That's what the Bible says. Some will hear and will immediately reject it. Others will hear, and though they initially opened their hearts, they will afterwards turn away. Others will hear and open their hearts to the gospel, but will become entangled, entangled with other things, and so fail to be, and they fail to be fruitful. That's what the, the parable is. Some will have hear the, hear the word, open their hearts, and continue in faith. They will also bear multiplying fruit. Multiplying fruit. They will multiply fruit. Connect us, okay. So throughout the practice of any three, we continually pray, Lord, connect us with people who are open to the gospel. Witness persuasively, okay? Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, knowing the fear of the Lord, it says in Corinthians, therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade men. You have to be persuasive, okay? That's very important. Okay, it says today we prefer less confrontational terms such as share, you know, uh, the, the gospel rather than persuade the people of the gospel. Witnessing begins when shared, with sharing, and the gospel does not end there. Proclaiming the gospel requires persuasion from the witness. Some Christians wrongfully conclude that after God is sovereign, that God, because God is sovereign, it is enough to merely share the gospel. No, that's not true. Their role in evangelism becomes passive because they are not certain that God wills each lost person to be saved, even though the Bible insists that God is not wishing that any should perish, but all come to repentance. In the Bible, the apostles passionately persuaded people to come to Christ, realizing those who responded were called of God. God, who is sovereign in all things, has called us to proclaim the gospel persuasively. Sincerity demands persuasion. Okay, sincerity demands persuasion. When the witness sincerely believes the gospel is the good news for perishing sinners, he will share it persuasively. A sincere witness cannot take a passive position when the eternal destiny of people are at stake. Effective persuasion, as far as the gospel is concerned, cannot be self-generated. Self-generated persuasion wreaks 
of insecurity, insincerity, it reeks of insincerity. Images of traveling snake oil salesmen or exaggerated infomercials come to mind when insincere persuasion is mentioned. A true message proclaimed with heartfelt sincerity persuades people to consider it. Okay, lead people to surrender. Okay, Jesus said unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Effective evangelists work in partnership with the Holy Spirit to lead people to faith. Consider the case of Paul's witness to uh, Lydia in Philippi. Acts 16, 14 says the Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. The Holy Spirit is doing its part. Our part is to lead the lost to faith. Leadership is often a single quality that, that is, makes, it's a, it's a single quality for those who bring people to faith from those who rarely, the difference, from those who bring people to faith from those who rarely bring people to faith. So that is leadership. Okay. As we lead them to Christ, you can pose clarifying questions such as, do you believe the message that I've been sharing with you? If so, it is time to submit yourself to Christ, isn't it? Help them know what steps they need to take by saying, the way people usually profess faith in Christ is through prayer. Walk with them through faith by offering to lead them in prayer to receive Christ. Show them what to do next and follow up with them to do it. The Holy Spirit's work. The messenger qualities of confidence, expectation, persuasion, and leadership and only effective because of the powerful work of the Holy Spirit all around us. It is He who connects us with persons of peace and it is He who convicts them of their need for salvation. Any three, that's anyone, anywhere, anytime, it's a witnessing book. You need to pick it up. You need to read through it. You need to follow through. You need to implement the things they say. Uh, this is so important. Uh, we are fulfilling the Great Commission. We Will Go Ministries is a Great Commission ministry. Well, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for your support, the ones that have contacted me through my email www.gonow at gmail.com that is www.gonow at gmail.com and those that have responded to our website at wewillgo.faith wewillgo.faith this is Keith Kelly uh, with the Extreme Faith in Jesus podcast with We Will Go Ministries God bless